Live inside Twin Peaks for Monday Night Football, it's Cofield and Company. Goff takes, turns, fakes the give, rolls right, throws, caught, Kabinda, Enzo, touchdown, Detroit Lions! There's no way he made that first down marker. It's not even close. Is there space? Let's answer the question, Bradley Rogers, between the nose of the ball and the lead stick. No! Ball over on down! Brady rolls to his right, now he throws. That's going to be picked off by Chauncey Gardner-Johnson on the far side. Read it perfectly, made the interception, and now they'll go to the Buccaneers end zone to celebrate. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. All right, let's do it on a Monday, special Monday. Got the Raiders game kicking off here in a matter of minutes. You want to hear the game? Turn it off right now. 92-3 and 9.20 a.m. is where the game is at. We're going to break down the rest of the NFL, get into the COVID situation. Yeah, it's a situation. My God, it's a situation in the NFL, in the NBA, in the NHL, college basketball. I'm hoping not college football, but that seems to be almost impossible to manage. Right now, uh, only bowl game going on today. Tulsa's up 23-10 with three minutes left in the third against Old Dominion. Willie Ramirez is here. It's Twin Peaks on a Monday. This is our Monday night football home, so they'll have the Raiders game on, and we've got the uh, Bears and the Vikes, which I understand TV obligations, but... uh, Boy, if the NFL had any leeway, if TV had any leeway, the crappy Bears-Vikings game would be on right now, and the game that actually matters for this market and to the AFC playoffs, the Raiders and the, the uh, Browns will be on a little later. But we got the game kicking off here in just a couple of seconds. All right, let's do it. It's Trending at 2, presented by Nova Home Loans. Call now at 877-700-NOVA. So what's going on, man? What have you been doing the last couple days? You don't want to know. What do you mean? I've been in the fetal position the last couple days. (laughs) Oh, no. What, sick? Booster. Oh, the booster hit you. Knocked me dead. I'm getting it. I felt like I had COVID all over again, just like when I got the shot. Got 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 the jab on Easter Saturday. Was down for the count. Do we have official word? If you had COVID, the shots can hit you harder. No, but but here's what's weird. So I consulted with several people because I have not been seen. I haven't been mandated by any leagues yet, anything that I cover, where we have to get the booster. Um, but I'm starting to see some some things come in, strongly suggesting this, strongly suggested. Finally, got an email where it looks like if you cover the NFL and you're going to be covering the playoffs, they're going to mandate media members to get that to that tier two level to be able to go oh, to you have to booster. They're gonna there they're gonna go. be mandating the booster. Well so wait a minute. So so I start asking everyone's oh no 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 everybody that I know that's got the booster. Media members, friends, I won't hit you. Won't affect you. You'll be good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I asked three different medical professionals all in a level of nursing. CNA, RN, LPN, whatever. All three said, Willie, you've had COVID and you got the vaccine. Your antibody levels are sky high. Don't get it until they mandate you to get it. It will knock you down. Wait till you either have a ton of time off or you actually know that you have to get it. 
That email came in regarding the NFL. Got the Golden Knights. I still got a couple weeks with the Raiders. I got a big league that's coming out here for five weeks, end of January, beginning of February, three days a week that I got cut that I'm the recap writer for. I went and got it. Big mistake. And I had to cover Kentucky, North Carolina Saturday. You had to get it. So you well, had to get it eventually. There's no downtime for you. That's the problem. It was a big mistake as to when I got it. Oh, yeah. Well, when, when's your downtime? What downtime? I'm saying there's what is, no, there is no downtime. No down? So there's no convenient time for you to, to actually. Do it. Actually, what's crazy is it, 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 it could have been uh, like Thursday and Friday. I, did, I didn't have the show. I didn't have uh, any games to cover. So I, I, I probably could have done it earlier in the week. But anyway, I covered Kentucky, North Carolina on Saturday. Of course, it was condensed to one game. I covered uh, Texas Stanford on Sunday, condensed to one game for me. By the way, how was that with the evil Chris Beard? Real ugly guy, too. (laughs) (laughs) You like that? Well, you sent out a picture of Chris Beard, and you're like, your doppelganger's getting all fired up, even though he's got a double-digit lead against Stanford. He was hammering his players. It wasn't even... He's a jerk. Man, was he in their face. And when you walk away from a job, you know, whenever you want, you tend to be a little bit of a putz. Calipari was nice. He came off the dais. We talked for a little He's bit. He's always nice. He came over to me, shook my head, said, hey, how you been? Da, 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 da. We talked for a little bit. He, you know what's funny? He's, he said on the dais, he was like, yeah, we're, we're not man- we can't mandate the booster. We've, everybody's vaccinated, but I'm going to encourage all my players. we got to get through this. So we got to make sure we can play uh, college basketball. Uh so when he came down, he came over to me, shook my hand, asked how I had been doing, da-da-da. We talked a little bit, and I was like, man, you brought up that booster. I got the booster yesterday, and I am – You're telling Coach Cal? Yeah. Damn, I thought you just – you know, you're like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this for five minutes as a start a Cofield and company. But you're like, eh, Coach Cal cares. No, Let me no. talk about it. And so I do care how you're doing, so. And so. I didn't know you got slammed that badly. Oh, yeah, no. It was it was he well because he was talking about it. He was yeah. he, it was part of oh, it. I think so all, I told, all college it, basketball teams better get freaking buttoned up because – Sad thing is, whether they are or not, you you can control what you can control. Uh, college basketball is going to be a mess for the next month. Yeah, like with I, all the traveling I, they got to do. I completely anticipate uh, UNLV. If it doesn't hit UNLV, then it's going to hit someone else in the Mountain West Conference. We know Colorado State has a horrific reputation of dealing with the uh, the whole COVID thing going back to last year. So who the hell knows what's going to happen around college basketball? And, and right now, around the NFL, so we got the Raiders game kicked off against the Browns. We'll give you an update on who's in, who's not in. Um, so, I don't know, an hour and a half ago, well, it was actually longer than that. I'm reading earlier this morning, Chargers start getting hit again. And by the way, the Chargers are one of those teams that is not – everyone has a lot of fully vaccinated players, but the Chargers have more holdouts than most teams. And, again, it looks like Joey Bosa is going to miss time. He's unvaccinated. Austin Eckler now is iffy. Their center is iffy. We just found out a couple of minutes ago, Travis Kelsey is on the list. Now, by these new protocols, by these new rules, you would think that folks, Willie, that go on the list who are vaccinated on Monday and Tuesday should be able to play this weekend. But even that's not a certainty. But, yeah, Kelsey's on um, shortly before I got in the car because I would never do this while I was driving. But – I, I went up on my betting app, and I'm like, you know what? It could hit both sides, but some of these numbers are so big, and we saw what happened yesterday. A lot of covers, a lot of straight-up upsets by dogs. Like, these lines are shifting all over the place throughout the week. So I just bet every double-digit dog this coming week, I'm, I just bet on them. 
And I'm like, whatever, let's see what happens the rest of the week and see whether there's some line value. Same number, same, same, you bet, so the same amount across the board, straight bets. Straight bets. I don't, I don't do parlays. And, yeah. I, well, I, I mean, it may be like, you know, the Giants are playing Philly. Well, Philly plays tomorrow. That number has gone all over the place. It got up to a high of 10.5 against football team. Now it's down to 6.5. But on a short week, Philly is going to be playing the Giants. And the Giants suck. They showed it yesterday. But the Giants right now are plus 10. I mean, maybe it'll be plus 12 when they play, but it could be freaking plus 7 because COVID is screwing up everything in terms of who's available, who's on the field. And we saw it today with the Browns. We pushed this game back. And Keenum and Baker Mayfield still aren't available. Right. In total, did the Browns get one guy back for the game? Over the one. Two-day delay, one guy back. Right. And I, I don't know that if I could be mad. I don't know if Raiders fans should be mad. I don't know. But all that extra time, and it did no good. I mean, I guess it gave – going back to what Mark Davis said last week, technically it is a competitive disadvantage. Right? Well, the Browns, the Browns got more time to prep. And the Browns just went out, three and out. Hunter Renfro with a big return. Raiders taking over for their first possession. Rich Bisacci is fired up. Why wouldn't he be? He's, he's had this bottled up for a couple of days. Well, he's got a competitive advantage. This game, again, <laughs> was a high of Raiders plus six and a half last week. How about it's, that one? It shot all the way back to... Raiders minus four and a half, and it settled right before the game at three and a half Raiders favored. <laughs> what a close at three and a half. That's, I mean, there's, there are there is a lot of, there is so much movement in game like that game particular, but that's where it's smart of you to do what you did because no matter what takes place at some point during the week, if anything affects those games. You can really position yourself to to get some different numbers and and possibly hit some middles, some si- you know side of game, middle of game, whatever it may be. So, pretty smart. How many how many total did you end up? How many wagers did you end up with? What this weekend? No, with what you did. Oh, you- I just did three games right now. Oh, three games. Well, because there were the Chargers. Chargers game has been pulled down. I haven't checked to see if it's back up, but that was ten, ten and a half, and now I'm starting to see eights and nines. You know, no Bosa, for sure, and possibly no Eckler. That's kind of of big. Wow. And then, you know, what happens, again, you know, we've seen it with a bunch of teams, what happens if the QB goes down? And then you're looking at backup, Phil. Yeah, so right as of right now, for next week's games, double digits, the Buccaneers are laying 11 in Carolina. Eagles are laying 10 at home to the Giants. So I bet the dogs in those. And close, or Dallas is laying ten to the football team, and then and the, I took the, the Steelers. The Chiefs laying ten to the Steelers. I took the Steelers. A couple plus of nine 10. and a half, but and to answer your question, Raiders closed three, two and a half, favored after being as high last Monday as getting six and a half. It's craziness. What what would your call have been on that? What, on the today? close on the closing number, what would you have done? Well. I should have bet the Browns, um, but I, I'm already on the Browns at minus three and plus one. <laughs> minus three, but but I was when I bet the minus three, I was a billion percent rolling the dice on Mayfield and at least Keenum would be available. So, 
But I still think the Browns have a good chance to win this game. And frankly, let's set it up. If the Raiders don't win the game, even with the delay, they got no one back. Raiders have to win this game. This is this could be one of the worst indictments on what's going on with the Raiders if they can't beat a hobbled, limited Browns team. Come on. Okay, so here here's my question: Is the the biggest thing for you is the, in, as you said, the biggest thing for you was you were banking on. I'm not. You don't bank on anything. You roll the dice. You were hoping that that uh, that the, Keenum or Mayfield or both were playing. Right. So you, in a sense, you were banking on the offense. Okay. But in but in essence, this is a defense that since week seven has allowed 14 points, 15 points, 16 points, 45, 10 points, 16, and 22. Now they didn't win all those games. I will say that. They went four and three, but their defense has been tremendous. Playing an offense that has struggled to put points on the board, I still think Cleveland can win this game. I mean, they got a slew of players on 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 COVID in the in, in the injury list are ridiculous. I mean, you see the Vikings and we'll touch on that. The Vikings and Bears games; those two lists are ridiculous. But when a Raiders offense that's been struggling against the fired up Bear uh, Browns defense, that if they got to depend on the just getting down and dirty in the dirt and just getting grimy in the chilly air. I don't know. I, I, I still think that the Browns have a shot here. Nova Home Loans brings you Trending at Two. It's a refi-rated Nova Home Loans with interest rates at all-time lows. Now's the time to talk to your local Nova loan officer, 877-700-NOVA. So Nicholas Watt can win it for the Knights right here. The righty comes down the middle. He fakes, and he scores! Several fakes from Nick Waugh. He goes inside the right post, and the Knights win it on the island. Four to three, Vegas. You're listening to Coldfield and Company, live at Twin Peaks. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Take a look in the five and ten, glistening once again with candy canes and silver lanes aglow. It's beginning to. All right, we'll see if the Raiders can give their fans a little holiday gift here. Third and goal. Game has started scoreless. First quarter, 350 left. Touchdowns, baby. Touchdowns. Predicting a shot to Jackson here. Ball is on the five or six. Stop it to play. We got a flag. We'll see what this is. So Raiders playing an afternoon game. If you're uh, you weren't aware, the game got moved back from Saturday. So very fan friendly. Two o'clock start Vegas time. Not too friendly, but well, not friendly at all. But for us, it's fine because we're going to be doing the show anyway. Sure. But would have been cool if they could push it back to the evening or go super late night and go uh, East Coast time and go nighttime for us. And really just frustrate Adam and the boys, huh? Oh, all the guys covering in Cleveland? I don't care. They've, they've already been stuck there for four and a half days. What does it matter if they get done at freaking three in the morning? Well, they'd get done at like six in the morning. Yeah. they get done and then fly like four hours later. That's the way it goes. Life is a journalist. Yep. Yes. A lot of people would trade the gig. Just a warning to a uh, little friendly tip to media people out there. Don't complain about how much you have to work because it ain't really work compared to what a lot of schnooks have to do, right? The average snook. No, you travel, different stadiums, it's a nice different gig. games. Yeah, sure. It's, a nice gig. it's not too bad. Not too shabby. 
Twin Peaks on a Monday. Big beers under four bucks. You got shareable apps, two, four, and six dollars. Shot specials. Uh, touchdown. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Jackpot, baby! Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy turbo. I just stole it. I stole it from him. Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards. Back shoulder? Possibly. Back shoulder slash fade. Back shoulder and fade. One, two, both feet in the end zone. Control of the ball. That is a touchdown. Steven smashed the ball against the ground. Sure. I like that. Held on to it. So the Raiders go up 6-0, drive down on their first drive, opening drive for them. This play-by-play in my future. Rare. Uh, I would stick with the color commentary in basketball. First of all, my yes-no is brilliant because that's what every play-by-play person should do. You don't call it too early before the refs actually make a determination and before you see if a flag is down. Well, Steve, this has only been one play. Let's, or, or, let's get or, you through the game before or, we make a decision on your career change. Or it would be a career addition. Or you go with sort of the Gus Johnson on a throw like that. You just car, back, throw it. I ran out. Could Damn you it. be? I, if I, at some point, I will be able to carry that for like 25 seconds. Could you be uh, a Kevin Harlan? And just impromptu when something like if a streaker sure, or, or a little puppy gets on the field yeah. and just and just all of a sudden do the play calling with 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 something like that. I said sure, but I, I want to give Kevin Harlan complete credit, proper credit. He is awesome. Yeah, he is. I sat next to him, like at the way that the Legion set up. Can't remember if it was this year or last year, but where I sit at Allegiant, my seat for the Raiders games is at the end. And then there's the glass, and then there's the radio booth. And there was one guy, he was right next. And then, of course, you know, it's it's open, so you could hear. You did, did you it, stare at him the whole game? Just make him uncomfortable? No. No, 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 no. Did you knock on the door and try to go in during breaks? No. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, how's it going? Hey, oh, wait, hey. Hey, what are you doing? I got my booster a couple days ago. You guys want to hear about it? But I'll miss. I'll mess with I don't Harry. feel well. I'll mess with uh, our boy Harry Ruiz when he's in there. Okay. Doing the Spanish broadcast. Raiders up 7 nothing. Uh, we're getting ready for traditional Monday night football. Vikes, Bears. There are great specials here on gift cards. We'll tell you about that. And they've also they've changed the apparel theme. Mm. So they're now going with, it looks like Christmas week is a Christmas lingerie theme. Just saying. And, and so far for Willie, it's worked out well. I don't look at the ladies like, you know, in that way, but for... For you know, for the willies of the world, it's a good thing. Wait a minute, timeout. Okay, I'm lying. I, I looked at them too. How I was having some fun. I don't know. I I, I don't think trying to a, absolve myself of any guilt. How is this a good thing for me? For they're in the lingerie. Did you eat here today? I. You know, it's funny. Did I got here. I got here, and I was waiting, waiting, and. I'll only order from one person, and she was on the other side, and I think that she doesn't bother us when I'm once we get on the air so she hasn't come over. But I will tell you this. I'm a little cranky because I haven't eaten in hours. I feel like everyone's cranky on the show today except me. No, I'm cranky because I haven't eaten. I'm Ari said he was cranky. We might ask him cranky. later on if we care. Um, I'm actually I'm in a great mood because uh, I got a lot of my holiday shopping done last night. Did you? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, folks. And I'm not one to I didn't even get a text uh, from I'm not my one sizes. To, I'm not one to call anyone out, but uh, everyone out there, 
calm the blank down. It is, it is lunacy on the roads right now. And in parking lots, keep your head on the swivel because people are trucking through parking lots. That's why. There's a lot of GDM pressure on people to get their gift, their gift shopping done. That is why, no matter what, I always back into parking spaces. Yeah. Because I don't trust anybody in a parking lot. They will speed up to go by you rather than wait to let you come out if you're not and you can't see them. So I always back in so I can just drive right out of the parking lot. Happy park. holidays, everybody! I took Kahlua uh, to downtown Summer and we went walking around. <laughs> and uh, gentleman to the left is like, why is this guy screaming happy holidays? That's what happens this week. Trust me. Ari's heard it before. Wednesday's a big day. Uh, Wednesday is a big day. We've got Festivus going down. Live, we'll be taking calls in the middle of the show. Is this, are you going to wait to surprise who's going to be on that day, to, or do you always? Do, when um, do you announce I mean, your co-host? Right now, it's only you and maybe Adam Hill, but well, I don't know so that we're going to get in surprise. touch with Adam until Wednesday, like at two thirty. There's going to be a lot of surprises that day, though. Ooh. Whoa! Ooh. The microphone agrees, apparently. Oh, Ari, this is the biggest and baddest festivus ever. Ari's got a whole bunch of tricks he's going to pull from up his sleeve does 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 ari bring in shills like he has people he sets it up to have people like i have a feel oh like, does ari bring shills. in complimentary calls all right it's all yeah. it's all hey, ari you're great man but the other guys <laughs> quite no 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 not to call and compliment him like hey call and rip willie call and rip steve no i don't need to and actually i spoke <laughs> i don't need to i spoke to someone yesterday and uh he was like oh i'm not really sure if like he was witty, and he said, like, I'm not really sure if I could uh, think of anything. And I took it. I actually thought he was being serious, and I was trying to explain to him. And he's like, oh, no, dude, I could go for hours on just Steve alone. So it'll, it'll be good. Wow. Steve's made a lot of friends. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> and this year, it's not just live calls. We've added a phone line where you can drop your calls because, you know, a lot of people can't get in. They're not available on Wednesday. Mark the number down, and we've tweeted it out, so look on ESPN Las Vegas Twitter if you can't remember it. It's pretty easy, 702-473-0050, so 47350. 473-0050. 473-0050, area code 702. Remember it. Phone line Festivus, mark it down. Uh, Now, so my question is, normally it's, it's, it's always an hour. Right. The sometimes, phone? sometimes we go like two hours, but Wednesday we'll probably restrict it to about an hour. So, ha- so if what I'm saying is, if if you're used to doing an hour, but now you've added the voice, will the will the voicemails be rejoins? I, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. I don't no. think we have to get that technical, Willie. I was just asking. Probably just throw to them randomly. You got a little snarky with me there. Well, what I don't. They, they could be. I, I don't think they'll be rejoins. We haven't. We don't talk about the organization of this thing until like Wednesday around one o'clock for a three o'clock show. We don't really talk about the organization of any show until right before anyway. Pretty much. Yeah. Someone's we have a, listening we have a rundown. right now. We have right. a rundown. We've not followed it at all today. Uh, on the way back, we will get to what happened this weekend with the Golden Knights. Coming up in about 20 minutes, Gabe Koken's going to check in on the betting weekend that was, and we'll look ahead at the NFL betting, which, <laughs> good luck, because uh, right now it is a mess around the National Football League. I'm sad that you know all these players are testing positive for COVID, and I hope uh, all of them have no real effects of COVID. But, man, trying to bet this thing, uh, National Football League Week 16. Woo, good luck. This Wednesday is your day to air your grievances. It's your favorite show of the year on Cofield and Company, Festivus. Now, back to.
to Cofield and Company. He's done it from time to time. Just haven't been... Oh! oh that's a Do it. Jake Paul, knockout. Ari with the audio on that one. Showtime with the call. Al Bernstein speaking at the beginning of it. Mauro Ronaldo. Mamma mia! That was a knockout. Poor Tyron Woodley on short notice. Against the bigger fighter. I've seen now MMA fans using that excuse that uh, Jake Paul's just too big for these welterweights, 170 pounders who are trying to go against him. And uh, now line up the people who are going to talk trash at Jake Paul. This is such a money-making machine, and he's going to continue to hand-pick beatable opponents and continue to make lots of money. I saw Le'Veon Bell calling him out. Like, pro athletes. I mean, I guess in the case of Le'Veon Bell, at least he's bigger than Jake Paul. But, dude, stop. We saw Frank Gore try to fight over the weekend against a fellow former athlete, professional athlete, and Darren Williams. He went up losing a split decision and then got memed because he was in the corner trying to fend off an attack and it looked like he was just screaming like Aah! so Ari's favorite celebrity boxing Jake Paul beats former MMA champion now you're a UFC guy who was the who was the UFC guy that called him out though so like 30 of them there no I thought it was something I mean I saw a guy as small as Aljamain Sterling who weighs fights at 135 pounds um, and I've seen you know Bigger guys do it. So, what he has, what he, what he is doing is is bringing some attention to to boxing. That's for sure. We've gone through this before, yeah. but is it the kind of attention boxing wants? Hey, well, any pub could, is good could, pub. Yes, yeah, because it, it's it's lost a lot of its, you know, through through. Uh, I guess you could say probably since Floyd um, retired, quote unquote retired. Yeah, but you've been in a bunch of good fights. I have, but that doesn't mean that the attention is on it. Right. Doesn't mean that people are watching it. Doesn't people mean that people are buying it. You know, maybe some of the bigger ones. Um, I guess the question is, will this guy finally break it? Will Will Jake Paul? Will he break into the actual boxing ranks and and become part of the the mainstream of boxing? Or will, the, it, I, will I, it always be a celebrity boxing? Match? I think the answer is. Or I guess I'll answer a question with a question, why should he? If people are going to continue to tune in and he can make whatever, seven fifty, eight hundred thousand, a million dollars a fight, if you believe the numbers, then he can just keep fighting exhibitions and yeah, keep lining up the former athletes and small MMA guys. Why not? And wrestlers. Well, because if, if pay per view numbers are gonna dictate a bigger payday, then that's why. I don't think I'd risk it. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, grind it out, right? Yeah. Vegas gambler, right? Grind it out. We make seven fifty a fight, average seven fifty a fight, and he does what four a year? 
Yeah, plus all the other monies he brings in. I have no idea what his other revenue streams are, but I'm sure they're there. So, YouTube boxer making millions of dollars a year. Good game plan. Sure. Everybody's a hustler. How about what the Golden Knights just did over the last week or so? That's a hustle. My Lord. That was impressive. By the way, there were 10 games scheduled for tomorrow, 10 NHL games. There's now only two. The Coyotes and Kraken were just postponed. The Knights and the Lightning at T-Mobile are one of only two games on the schedule for tomorrow. So are you warning hockey fans in the audience, enjoy the Knights winning streak while you can? Because they may not dump out in traditional fashion losing a game or losing a bunch of games. They may actually just not have games. It's possible. Maybe not on their part because as for now, they're – they're playing very well, and they might be one of the only teams that can play. I don't know how that's going to work, but, uh, you know, they they haven't really been struck by the COVID bug. But, yeah, big road trip, 4-0. They beat Boston. They beat New Jersey. They beat the Rangers. And a big emotional game there, and a big emotional game for Robin Leonard at the New York Islanders in their new arena. And in impressive fashion because they got it done in, in every possible way. You know what I mean? In terms of a couple of shootout wins. Um, they really came out offensive. You know, and they, they showed that they can win, which is something that Peter DeBoer has really stressed in that they, you know, come playoff time, they want to prove that they can win in every fashion. There's not just any single way, whether it's defensive, low scoring, high scoring. They want to be able to grind it out, and uh, it's important. So I think that this road trip proved a lot. Um, of course, Mark Stone was out with an upper body injury for yesterday's game, undisclosed, but um, they're doing a lot of good things on, up and down the line, on the blue line, uh, or excuse me, up and down the forward lines, on the blue line. Robin Leonard with his third straight shootout victory. This was a guy who snarky toward Justin Emerson from the Las Vegas Sun. When Justin asked him about shootout, he goes, you think I like shootouts? That's a, That's been a cut, that, a little sound bite that's been used on the shows here on, on, on ESPN Las Vegas. They use it, you know, you think I like shootouts? Well, he's won three straight now, so something's working. And this was a guy who ranked all time coming into the season as one of the worst. Twin Peaks on a Monday. Right now we've got a 7 nothing game. Raiders, early game of the day. We've got a late game. Well, traditional Monday night football slot. It's, it ain't late. Uh, Vikings and Bears going at it. Raiders just got the uh, right side of a pass interference and a move past midfield into Browns territory. Beginning of the second quarter. Las Vegas up 7 nothing. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. Ari's personality is so bland. There's nothing exciting about it. If Ari's personality was a dinner meal, Mike Gramala would order it. Adam Candy is so forgettable. He's a Peter Lawford of Cofield & Company, who's the fifth member of the Rat Pack, who's the random co-host of Cofield & Company. No one cares. Festivus is this Wednesday. Call us live on the show or air your grievances whenever you want by calling 702-473-0050 and leaving a voicemail.
right, we got a 7 nothing game. Browns with the ball back. They're at their own 40. About 11 minutes left in the half. Raiders got out to a quick start on a Brian Edwards touchdown. Let's bring in Dave Koken, look at the uh, betting weekend that was. We'll look ahead, also get Dave's take on what's going on with the Vegas Golden Knights. Koken, what's up, buddy? Well, I'm in a cheerful mood. It's it's Christmas. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, you know, uh, I enjoy this time of year. Uh, I'm glad there's no snow on the ground, though. I, I don't need a white Christmas. No, not here. No. No, no snow. That's why we all moved here. Uh, first of all, give me your take on what the approach should have been, what yours was. Like, what the hell were you supposed to do today with the Raiders game? At least we knew going in we had solid information that Keenum and Mayfield weren't playing. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we've also got solid information that the Raiders are a mess. So, I mean, I, logic dictates that the Raiders should win this game, but I can't bet on them. Um, to me, it's, it's like negotiating a minefield right now trying to bet on the professional sports, at least the ones that I follow, which are the NFL and NHL. There is no basic, basically no NHL now. Uh, and the NFL, you, you've got to try and assess what these absences are going to mean. And it's, i got to tell you, it's a lot of guesswork. Yep. Uh, so I'm exercising a lot of caution. I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't bet anything on today. I didn't bet nothing at all today, not even college basketball. So, you know, unless you're an action junkie, I think that might be uh, – Maybe the best route right now is to just kind of sit back and and be patient. Don't throw your money out there uh, in situations that you really don't know what's going to happen. I didn't understand the betting yesterday from so many people on the Jaguars because they had fired oh. Urban Meyer. It just I, I don't know. We talked about it on the Westgate show in the morning, and it's just like logic. I, I thought logic would dictate, listen, they're both bad teams. I'm just going to take the dog if I'm getting five and a half, six. My first reaction was apparently the reaction a lot of people had, which was, well, this is a burden off the players' shoulders. They're going to go out and perform. But then it's like, wait a minute, it's the Jaguars. What are they doing being favored by this much over anybody? And so I immediately cast that thought aside. I didn't want Houston because I really didn't know how the Jaguars were going to react. But Jacksonville was terrible, and now they'll have another play caller this weekend as, I guess, Schottenheimer is going to take over the offensive right. play calling. Uh and Houston went out, and Houston just beat them up. Uh, Texans are probably a little better team than Jacksonville. The good news for the Jaguars is they're now in position to get another number one overall pick. Well, you say it, and I know it might be sarcasm or you might be serious. I, I don't know. I don't know what the drive is aside from, you know, analyzing some players for next year's roster, but why fans on teams that have one and two and three wins would want to be winning, but that's a discussion yep. for another day. All right. Awesome college football weekend, at least I thought it was, because I sprinkled a bunch on a bunch of dogs, and as it turned out, Dave, a lot of the dogs came through, not only covering games, but with the outright win. Yeah, the best one for me was UAB. Uh, I had them as a best bet and also popped a little money line on the Blazers, and uh, that worked out really well. I had a small bet on Middle Tennessee, which worked out nicely, and the only one I lost, I thought Coastal Carolina just had too much for their opponent, and they did win the game, but they weren't able to cover, and uh, just another really well-prepared Northern Illinois squad. Thomas Hammock did a great job with that team this year. Winless last year. He's a finalist for the Eddie Robinson Award. And uh, I got to tell you, I think he gets my vote. I, I, I'm really amazed at what he did with that team. You weren't surprised UTEP stayed in the entire game at Fresno, right? No, I, I, I thought it was a difficult spot for Fresno uh, with all the turbulence since the season ended. And I didn't think they were particularly sharp. They did manage to win the game. 
Uh, and in some ways, UTEP was kind of lucky to cover because it, uh, Fresno could have gotten in the end zone in the fourth quarter and, uh, and gotten the spread covered. But I think UTEP wanted a little more, but Fresno is more talented. And we're kind of seeing the same thing today with an old Dominion team that really had a, an outstanding second half of the season. But Tulsa's a little too strong for them. And the last I checked, they were pulling away in that game. So it's uh, 30 it's, 17 in that one. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, Old Dominion still has a chance to backdoor them, I guess. But, uh, but, but Tulsa is the better team. And we'll start to see more of that now as we get into the better Bulls, where the, the classier team uh, goes out and gets the job done. One more from the weekend. Let's go back to Coastal Carolina, Northern Illinois for a second. Uh, there was a very controversial clock run at the end of the game, and it, it didn't seem, and Northern Illinois got down inside the five yard line. It looked like they were going about five seconds to get off a play and the official i i thought wasn't very clear i don't think he knew what to do and he you know he ran the clock and the clock ran out on northern illinois on the doorstep yeah i i guess they should have had another play but yes. uh the officials got confused and we see officials get confused all the time so nothing new there all right let's get into the nhl a bit there's not much <laughs> to get into right now you're you're uh you're canucks we're on a roll, but that run, unfortunately, has now ended, at least at this moment, because of COVID. Yeah, that's a gigantic sigh, because I bet them all six games since Bruce Boudreaux took over, and the last thing I wanted was a pause, but that's the way it goes. Uh, I'll, I'll bet them right out of the break and see if they've maintained their momentum, and if they have, then I'll keep playing them, and if not, then I'll, well, I'll, I'll take the six wins I had and, and accept that. Certainly uh, was nice. Uh, I'll tell you who else can't be happy about the break is the Golden Knights. I mean, they're rolling right now. And you, you, do, you don't want to have time off when you're as hot as this team is. Uh, you talked last week about their goaltending. Are you surprised it was solid? Not spectacular, solid on the road trip. Yeah, it was okay. Uh, I don't Look, I don't think it's going to be the strength of the team, but they've got so many strong components elsewhere that all they've got to get is average goaltending, and they're going to be fine. Uh, the offense is, is dynamite, and now that they're healthy again, I mean, they're, they're just flowing. Uh, they, they look like an absolute contender once again. Uh, where, it, where it becomes more concerning, I think, is when we get to the playoffs because then that's where goaltending matters more, and we'll have to wait and see. Dave Kokens with us. You can find all the stuff at wagertalk.com. We do the DC and the Sunshine Man podcast every Thursday at 9 o'clock up on uh, Twitter and also on YouTube and Twitch and, and Facebook. Um, you mentioned not getting down with any college basketball. How careful are you going to be, or are you just going to wait right until tip in terms of playing college basketball because we've got outbreaks everywhere. And then the crazy thing is, and i got to read up on this more, now we're going to start getting forfeits if yep. uh, teams can't play. Well, yeah, I, 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 we'll see what happens with that because yep. as of now – there are forfeits that are set up in, in, like the Big East, for instance. But if several teams end up with outbreaks, I think they'll change the rule. Right. So I don't think there's any hard and fast rules out there. No. Um, I'm basically waiting for conference play. It's just, again, it's, I hate to use the same expression, but it's a minefield out there right now. Um, I had two games this past week where no information whatsoever prior to tip-off. Uh, I played on a team that ended up with three players sitting, including their best guy. And then two nights later, I played on a team which had one of their two best players out. And there was no information beforehand. So, you know, it, it's really difficult. And 
all I can say to anybody who's an everyday better is don't force yourself. I mean, uh, not that the house has an advantage because it's it's much guesswork for them as it is for, for the betters. But to me, you're, you're playing blind in a lot of situations now, and that's just not a – you know, that's where that 10% VIG can come in and hurt you. Tonight for Monday Night Football is this a play against the Bears. Vikings on the road, minus seven. The entire Bears defensive backfield, starting defensive backfield, out because of COVID. Yep. Uh, and the line's going to seven. The problem is the Vikings don't win. They, they don't beat anybody more than seven. Right. Uh, I mean, every game they play goes down to the last possession. I don't know. I mean, you know, you look at the Raiders and Browns, and the Raiders really, on paper, they ought to kill the Browns. But it's seven nothing. And it's not exactly a slaughter. And I wouldn't rule out the Bears hanging around in this game, but not with my money. I mean, if I had to play the game, I, I just, I, I guess I'd just take the Vikings. And, and uh, I know you're not supposed to tease on seven, but maybe it's not the worst idea to play an open teaser on the Vikings because they figured at least win the game and back it up with something else later on. Uh, Rams have Jalen Ramsey back tomorrow. On the flip side, well, First of all, based on what happened with the Browns getting guys cleared, the Rams may not get many of their guys back. And then on the yeah. flip side, Seattle put six guys on the COVID list today. It's just like, again, we keep saying minefield um, and, you know, cautioning everyone, what do you do with that game? It's, you know, right now the Rams are seven against the Seahawks. Well, I mean, the only side I'd play would be the Rams anyway, um, even with the, the issues. I mean, they, I think they got the swagger back last weekend, and uh, that, that could be a team that gets really hot down the stretch. And then the other game uh, is uh, Washington-Philly, and Washington's down, I, I, I think, I'm expecting a call any time now uh, to see if they want me to play quarterback. <laughs> um, I, I, again, and I mean, it sounds obvious, but how do you not play the Eagles? And yet I'm probably not going to do it. Yeah, Eagles are 6.5 tomorrow, and then on a short week, they're 10 against the Giants. I mean, this is, the yeah. end of this season is hilarious. Yeah, and the Giants are the one team that, the way they look right now, it really doesn't matter if they have co- people on the COVID list or not. They, they're just right. awful. Well, Danny Dimes is now done for the year. They've shut him down for the wow. entire season. So, wagertalk.com is where you go to get Dave's uh, takes on the world of betting. Go at Dave Coconut up on Twitter. He's got videos up there all the time. Dave, we appreciate it. All right, man. Talk to you later in the week. There he is. Dave Coken. Said he's in a good mood. Wow, Christmas week can do something special <laughs> to all of us, huh? Cofield and Koken, this is a throwback, uh, both in good moods. Willie's coming back in just a second here. He's very grumpy. I think he, uh, he just had to go to the bathroom, uh, kind of shake it off. Ari's grumpy today. We'll explain all that in the 3 o'clock hour. Unbelievable, a whole week of Grinches. The Ultimate Sports Lodge, where you can watch every game in HD. The beer is an icy 29 degrees, and the food leaves you coming back for more. Twin Peaks Lodge in Henderson.